Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. If there is one all-encompassing rule in the Galactic Federation, one that every officer of every ship must follow to the letter, it's the Prime Directive. First introduced way back in the original series, the Prime Directive is very simple. If a planet's dominant species has not yet achieved warp technology levels, then Federation officers are not to speak with, interact with, or share higher level tech with them if they can at all help it. It's a good rule on paper, since it basically forbids officers from landing on a random primitive planet and declaring themselves as God. However, that doesn't stop them from doing that anyway. A lot. The Prime Directive sounds great on paper, but its apparently harsh punishments for breaking it haven't stopped a lot of characters throughout the show's history breaking this rule with reckless abandon. To the point where it's a cliche of the show that the captain will solemnly look into the middle distance and declare that they're going to break the Prime Directive, which honestly loses its gravitas after a while. To prove this, we're going to look at the 10 most notable times this happened, whether notable for how justified, unjustified, or just plain freaking silly the reason is. With that in mind then, I'm Ellie with Trek Culture, and here are 10 times Star Trek broke its own Prime Directive. Number 10. Justice in the Next Generation While the crew is visiting a seemingly idyllic planet, Wesley accidentally breaks a taboo that marks him for death. Of course, the Enterprise crew takes issue with this and intervenes to save the boy, threatening the diplomatic integrity of the planet's relationship with the entire Federation. But Picard has never been one to leave a crewmate behind, even when that crewmate is Wesley Crusher. But saving him involves things getting a bit more complicated than usual. To cut a long story short, Picard ends up having to seriously interfere with the legal system of the planet in order to save Wesley's life. Sure, it may not fit the rigid definition written on paper of the Prime Directive, but it's still some heavy interference with how a planet and its people operate, even if it is to save the life of a young crewmate. So in the end, Wesley is saved, but the Prime Directive was heavily breached in the process. Number 9. A Private Little War in the Original Series This will be the last entry here that's in any way genuinely defensible. Since the entire episode is both an allegory for the Vietnam War, as well as a metaphor for how doing the right thing and protecting the most people more than likely involves doing some things you know are wrong. When the Enterprise lands on the planet Neural, Kirk discovers that several tribes are being wiped out by a neighbouring tribe that's using more advanced weaponry being provided to them by the Klingons. Not seeing another way out of the situation, Kirk reluctantly teaches the peaceful defending tribes the concepts of war and battle strategy, and provides them with weapons equal to their enemies to defend themselves. 
themselves. They manage to defeat the enemy tribe, but Kirk takes no solace in this victory. And why should he? He's just demonstrated why the Prime Directive is in place. And he's taught a peaceful people how to make and use advanced killing machines. None of this is going to end well in the long run. There wasn't much he could do, but that doesn't make what he ended up doing any more right. Number 8. Almost every episode of Star Trek Voyager Okay, this one is a bit of a cheat, but screw it. This entry is a grab bag of every time that Captain Janeway shot the Prime Directive in the gut and left it to die in a pool of its own blood throughout the course of Voyager. It seems like every episode of Voyager has Janeway break the Prime Directive in some form or fashion, no matter how serious or lack thereof the situation is. However, we put it all the way down here in the actually kinda justified portion of the list because, well, look at the very premise of the series. The crew of Voyager are trapped on the other side of of the universe. They're several years away from home. Even with warp tech, they have to rely on any help they can get from other races and galactic castaways. And again, other side of the damn universe, so they have no idea what's out there and what will hit their ship next. In scenarios like this, you need a captain like Janeway if you want to survive. Someone who looks at the choice between following an arbitrary rule set and surviving to see home again, and tosses that rule book out the airlock. Janeway was by no means perfect, but she had her priorities straight. Number Seven, who watches the Watchers in the next generation? Many in the fandom find the Prime Directive to be at best overly restrictive and at worst so broad that it's impossible to tell what would and would not be a violation of it. But every now and then, the writers find a way to show the audience that it's really for the best that a rule like this be in place. In the episode Who Watches the Watchers, Picard discovers a scenario that the Prime Directive was fundamentally designed to make sure didn't happen. A primitive civilization discover a Federation observation team team talking to Picard and immediately start worshipping the Enterprise crew as gods. Because according to all cheesy television shows, all developing civilizations are stupid across the board. While this isn't necessarily Picard's fault, he tried to shut off the transmission before anyone saw him on the hologram screen, but just didn't make it in time, his attempts to minimise the cultural contamination only end up making things worse. While everything does get resolved by the end, the Prime Directive is about as shattered as a stained glass window that's been pelted by rocks. Number 6. The Cloud minders in the original series. Gene Roddenberry was a genius in a lot of ways, but boy did he have a lot to learn about class disparity. The Enterprise lands on the planet Ardana, where the rich live in almost absurd luxury, while the lower class citizens, called troglodytes, have to eke out a living on the planet's barbaric surface, toiling away in the mines to earn a living. Kirk, taking issue with this, intervenes, because well, what else did you honestly expect Kirk to do at this point? The episode then takes the easy way out with this little tale of haves and have-nots by revealing that the mines have been producing a gas that's driving the workers insane. Kirk then drags down the boss of the mines into the mines themselves, exposing him to the horrible conditions and driving him half insane from the gas to show him what his workers experience every day. This of course violates the Prime Directive something fierce, but hey, class disparity is immediately resolved for everyone forever by just showing the oppressed people's bosses what they're doing to their workers as if they aren't already aware. Makes it seem easy. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. 
we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Number 5. The Omega Glory in the Original Series You'll find that the original Star Trek series seemed to think that the best way to mend a broken rule was to break it harder and see what happens. This allegory world that Kirk and company find is one eerily similar to that of America circa 1960s, with the key difference being that their Cold War went white hot and most of the population is dead. Here they find a rogue Starfleet officer already in the midst of breaking the Prime Directive something fierce. So since all the cool kids are doing it, Kirk after some obligatory fisticuffs, proceeds to solve all of this planet's problems by reading off the constitution to the planet's people. Of course, reading off a centuries-old paper that this alien race has no context or appreciation for immediately makes all their conflict go away. This was the first script completely penned by Roddenberry, and it clearly shows. Not only is this last act just the pinnacle of the original series' naivety, but it's also a huge breach of the Prime Directive. Number 4. The Very Premise of Deep Space Nine the planet Bajor has finally freed itself from the tyrannical rule of planet Cardassia, but to help them get back on their feet, the Federation sends an emissary in the form of Captain Sisko. His job is to help mediate relations between the Bajorans and the Federation, while helping in minor ways to get the Bajoran government and culture up and running again. You may be wondering how this breaks the Prime Directive. After all, if Sisko's mission is approved by Starfleet, surely this is okay? Well, on some levels, yes, but Sisko, in keeping with tradition, just can't leave well enough alone. Alone. Multiple times throughout the show, especially in the first two seasons, Sisko interferes in Bajoran politics to a point that it's beyond what a Starfleet officer should be concerning himself with. Now sure, some of these episodes manage to find a good way around this. Him being a Starfleet officer makes him a good third-part mediator between Bajoran and Cardassian affairs for one, but there are definitely more than a few times where he doesn't have that excuse and is very lucky that he's so far away from Federation HQ most of the time. Number 3. A piece of the action in the original series. By far the absolute dumbest breach of the Prime Directive was ironically not technically caused by any named captain. The Enterprise lands on a planet whose culture has completely modelled itself after early 20th century Chicago and its organised crime. Yes, the entire planet has done this apparently. All because one truly staggeringly stupid Starfleet officer accidentally left behind a book about the era and the entire planet took it as advice on how a society should be run. For once, Kirk's need to stick his manifest destiny ass nose into other cultures' business is 100% justified, because something this astoundingly idiotic cannot be allowed to continue. Now granted, it's a lot harder to undo this damage than it was to set it in motion, for obvious reasons, since the mob bosses that now control the planet would very much like things to stay the way they are. But through his trademark fisticuffs and some good old-fashioned Starfleet deprogramming, Kirk is able to get this planet on track to become something a bit less dumb. Number 2. A Taste of Armageddon in the Original Series This breach of the Prime 
directive seems justified until you actually start thinking about it for more than a few seconds. Kirk and friends find themselves caught between a war between Vendikar and Aminiar 7, a very strange war where not a single shot is fired and yet the death toll is immense. This is because both sides share a supercomputer that calculates how any given conflict would go for each side and calculates who specifically would die. Those selected are then ordered to report to a machine that disintegrates them. Seeing this for the insanity that it is, senseless violence with extra steps, Kirk of course destroys the machine and forces the two races to actually engage in real violence if they want to keep killing each other. The two opposing sides of course don't want that, so they sign a peace treaty. All seems well until you consider after about three seconds of thinking that a few years after Kirk leaves, these two sides will be right back at it all over again because no way is several generations of violence going to go away just because you smash up their primary means of killing each other. All Kirk has actually done is make all their future conflicts more chaotic and destructive. Don't think you quite thought this one through, Jimmy, did you? Number 1. Homeward in the Next Generation the point of the Prime Directive is to forbid any kind of interaction with pre-warp races so as not to interfere with the growth of their culture and society, which does sound really good on paper. But if there was any example of the problems with the Prime Directive, it's the Star Trek Next Generation episode Homeward. The Enterprise comes across the planet Boral 2, which is facing a cataclysm that threatens to wipe out its entire populace. They have the ability to stop it, but that would be a breach of the Prime Directive, so Picard, master of integrity and champion of the inherent goodness of the human race chooses to let them die instead of breaking a little rule that, as we have established throughout this list, Starfleet officers break on a daily basis. Of course, the people of Boral 2 do make it, thanks to Worf's brother, which is a breach of the Prime Directive. But this one takes the top spot because it's not only a huge breach of the Prime Directive, but it's one that exposes the very problem with this rule in the first place. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.